0: back to the Prepared Mind channel. It is Friday, and that means it's time for Friday free for all, folks. And It's going to be me. It's going to be you. We're going to mix it up, so get your questions into the comments section. Email them to Jolene, whatever it takes. It is that time, folks, that time of the week where we wrap up the week. We prepare for the weekend, and oh, yes, we will have Sunday night Live, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Woo! And if you are on YouTube, and I know right now live, as we're live, you're on thepreparedmind.club or you're on subscribestar.com. But if you're on YouTube, be sure and hit subscribe. All you new guys out there who have found me on the weekend, subscribe and then share. But definitely everyone hit a thumbs up. We've got a great show and unfortunately and sadly, it's not the type of show where we're like, woohoo, what a great day. It's more like, woohoo, I can't believe how stupid people are and what is happening. Because this show isn't about your favorite sports team. It's about the world just taking a tank, right? Deep sixing, taking a crap shit, hitting the fan. That is our show. If, if there's a success to be, Proclaimed here. It's a success that we have seen this coming. We've anticipated it. That's why, well, I guess I'm the prophet of prepping. I'm predicting what is coming. And we do this by watching the news, watching the progression of events, the progression of politics, economics, finance, everything. And so we start with here we are, and then we've gotten more and more and more and more SHTF. We're prepared, folks. So we're not surprised. And there's no, there's a lot of people that are surprised. I mean, let me give you an example. While Jolene is sorting out all the comments, all the questions, all the statements coming from you guys live, right? Steve Bannon told Charlie Kirk on his show today that 35 Trump allies, 35 different people, had their homes raided by the FBI on Thursday. Right, and this is what he says. He says Jack booted Gestapo has shown up at their door. Unbelievable! Has the FBI been politicized? How can you not think it is? I mean, they they screwed with Michael Flynn and tried ruining his life. They they dicked around with Trump time and time again. Right? They went after Roger Stone, arrested him. They went after, I say, a huge hero, Peter Navarro and arrested and harassed him, but it, it's now 35 different Trump allies, which means political supporters, folks, raided by the FBI, I mean, unbelievable, it is unbelievable that this is the state of our country, the, the United States of America, folks, the FBI isn't going after communists, the FBI is acting like a bunch of communists, and going after anyone who disagrees with the political desire, will, and agenda of their bosses in the FBI, and their bosses in the White House, and their super secret masters that pull their strings and pay their checks. It is a crazy, crazy world we're living in, folks. It has definitely hit the fan. Question is, what will you do if there's a knock on your door? Let me find something to knock on. If there's a knock on your door, are you going to answer it? Are you going to say, yeah, yeah, uh, come and raid my house? Hell, folks, they may not even knock on the door. They may just kick it in. What's amazing, folks, is, is the Democrats, the, the street-level Democrat, right, the street urchins at the Democrat street level, they're not smart enough to see how this can turn on them. So let me tell you about these guys right? Almost one in four Democrats, that means left-leaning, mashed-potato-brained idiots, almost one in four believes that men can get pregnant. That's what a poll has refilled. Yes, they are that fucking stupid, folks. They're that fucking stupid to believe that men can get pregnant. Uh, 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 One in four Democrats, they're not supposed to be chitlins. They're not supposed to be children. Right, pre kindergartner, not knowing how the world really works. They're not supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, under 12, you know, not quite getting to the the class where they explain uh, biology. These are supposed to be adults. One in four Democrats, nearly one in four believes men can get pregnant. Where the hell did they go to school? Who the fuck are they listening to that they actually believe that men can get pregnant? What planet? Does that actually make sense on? Not not Earth. Not the one that you and I went to school in. Really makes me believe that there is some kind of time loop or wormhole or that aliens are transporting us in our sleep. They're transporting us in our sleep to another planet that's so similar to ours that we can't tell the difference, except that Democrats on this planet are absolutely out of their minds. <sighs> Unbelievable. It truly is. Unbelievable, truly. Crazy stuff. All right. Uh, I mean, where do we go? Where do we go on this Friday free-for-all? On this show, folks, and I want to thank you for being here live with me. If you're on the thepreparedmind.club and if you're on subscribestar.com, you have found value in the show and you support it. Even if you come in at the bare minimum, which is just fine, $2 a month, $0.07 cents a day, you get to be here live. You get to ask questions. And free-for-all Friday, I don't make you wait till the second half of the show. We mix it up. A little bit of me, a little bit of you. A little bit of me, a little bit of you. And we go back and forth. So, I think we're ready. We are, oh, and I've got some killer topics to bring up, folks. It has hit the fan. Undeniably so. Jolene, get ready to fire up the next contestant, right? Because it's time for Take a Wild Guess. Well, uh, it's really not humorous, as in it's funny. But we try and put a, a satirical spin on things. We try and make things uh, fun in a world that is really abandoned all sense of logic, reason, and reality. So I want you to take a wild guess. What caused this problem? A 16-year-old high school football player collapsed and then died because he suffered medical emergencies during practice. Once again, take a wild freaking guess. Since when do 16 year old football players collapse and die during practice? It, this doesn't even have the stress of a game, it's practice. Yes, you train, yes, it's hard, but during a practice even, collapsed, died, this is tragic beyond belief, folks. And this isn't the first one. The other day we had a football player in high school have his sporting career. Basically, he was told, you're done forever, pal. They removed a six-foot filthy clot out of a vein in his leg and said, yeah, you're, you're toast. Right? How many more kids, folks? How many more kids? This shit has never been reported before. Never, never, never. And now it's all the time. Take a wild guess. Could it be the Jim Jones juice? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my guess. And it's not as wild and un, uh, unbelievable as many might think. If you are a premium member on Subscribestar.com or on the PreparedMind.club, you have access to all of our medical reports that we find. And, folks, we can't put them all up there or the page would overflow it with filth and disease. But we do put a lot up there that we believe is information that is new or it's updated old information that will help you get through this SHTF preparation period. Okay, let's do this. Let's move to one of your questions, comments, and you can do that. Question, comment, a theory, a statement, a joke, if it's one that I can read. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, Jolene, who do we have up? We've got some people waiting in the winds. And it's Sally Sue gets the kickoff position here and says, if men can get pregnant, it's only because they are changing the meaning of words. Soon hell will freeze over and pigs will fly. Then I'll be a monkey's uncle. (laughs) Right. Um, To say men can get pregnant. The only way you can do that is to take a biological female. And have her claim to be a man. And then she, who is a he, gets pregnant. But see, I think this is kind of a, this idea that men can get pregnant is preparatory for kids. As schools and sick parents are conditioning their children to believe that you can choose whatever your gender is. So that both men and women can get pregnant. But you see, the definition of a man is a human being with testicles, functioning testicles. No, no, a better definition of a male of the species would be XY chromosomes, right? Women are XX, men are XY. If you've got XY chromosomes, you're a man, whether or not you get fake boobies and cut off your own pecker. Unbelievable. (laughs) And thank you, Sally Sue for that bit of humor, that bit of satire that strikes at the heart of what is going on and the collapse of Western civilization, which is an intentional agenda that's being carried out. They need to destroy our world, folks, including common sense. I mean, they they just don't wanna take out the economy and have a war. They wanna destroy the minds of the people by making ridiculous ideas uh, sound like they're accepted in mainstream. Unfreaking believable. Now, get this Greece. Greece is a member of NATO. Uh, they have informed their allies that there is a war coming with Turkey. It's looming, it's out there in the future. But they called this war a Ukraine style war. Greece and Turkey are both NATO members. So why is Greece thinking they're going to go to war with Turkey in one form, fashion, or another? Well, because of what the uh, el presidente of Turkey, Erdogan, uh, has been doing for years and years, trying to push illegal immigrants into Turkey against, uh, I'm sorry, into Greece against Greece's will, against their country's wishes and demands to protect their borders. Unbelievable, I'm telling you folks, it smells to me like Turkey wants to switch sides. Who strikes a deal with Putin? Erdogan of Turkey to get the grain out of Ukraine and shipped around the world. In fact, there's complaints there, folks. Oh yes, indeed, there are complaints over the grain that has been shipped out. And that is to say that the ships that are carrying the grain out of Ukraine that's supposed to go to Africa The Middle East, Southeast Asia, anywhere else in the world, it seems like the the grains that are coming out are being directed more often than not into, guess this, Europe. Interesting, huh? Uh, What that means and why? Geopolitics, folks. Right? Geopolitics. Who wants the benefit of everything Ukraine? Right? The bankers. They've got big problems in Europe. They are losing control of Europe. The bankers, the power brokers, the aristocracy, the oligarchs, they're really causing so much trouble in Europe, inflation-wise, whether it has to do with energy or food. They're completely screwing the pooch, and it's going to cause all kinds of problems. All right, before I get to the next big bite of a shit sandwich, (laughs) I would like you uh, to put your questions in for Jolene. Jolene, I want another one of those questions from the audience right now, if we may. And it's Pilgrim checking in. I don't believe I've read Pilgrim yet. Uh, uh, Anything. So first time, welcome to the show. And he says, it's in their interest to start a civil war, ASAP, as soon as possible. The longer they wait, the more prepared we'll be. Well, that's an interesting thing there, Pilgrim. Um, It is in the interest of the powers that be in Washington, D.C., in the banking system, in the finance system, in the military, uh, even the masters at the very top, the international globalist elite who are directing all of this, whether it's the U.S. or Europe. It is in their interest to start a civil war. Uh, But knowing that they have to push the nation into a position where the people are at odds with each other. That takes time to turn people against each other, right? Divide and conquer, pit people against each other to cause this war. So I think that, yes, it's in their interest to get it going quickly, but how do you get people to fight who don't hate each other, right? It's not a north-south thing anymore, it's not a black-white thing. It's not an old-young thing. It's now in everything. So that's why they're attacking kids, right? And teaching kids to hate their parents and hate themselves and create division and strife between families, between children and the culture that created the world they live in. That's why these leftist scumbags... Whether it's white liberals or black wacko liberals on television making just derogatory comments, right, about everybody else trying to create racial division. In fact, I mean, uh, you might notice a little something over this. Let me play this for you. And you tell me, are they trying to unite, you know, like the great uniter Joe Biden, or are they trying to divide? There's a racial tone to this, as well as a political message. There are public figures today, yesterday, and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and riot in the streets. Obviously, Republicans I think are the biggest threats in democracy. We don't separate right wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. Republicans, I think, are the biggest threats in democracy are the biggest threats in democracy. We don't separate right wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. We don't separate right wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. Republicans are the biggest threats in democracy. Okay, I don't want to play the whole thing. But what I think is important to note is they're 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 blasting a political message, and they're also blasting uh, a subliminal racial message. Uh, I think what is happening, and statistics have borne this out, um, borne this out. Since Trump took office, uh, <clears throat> there has been a a big, shall we say, conversion uh, within the black American political community. Many of them have been asked to abandon logic and reason and just follow the Democrat vision, the Democrat story, the Democrat agenda, and they're not following it. They're not buying it. We're seeing literally more black congressional candidates, senators, etc., in this country than ever. It's because you can't ask an intelligent people to blindly follow illogic, you know, the, the, the message that has no common sense to it. Men can get pregnant, right? That's why we're starting to see such a huge push for minorities, persons of color, Hispanics, Blacks, Native Americans. They're, they're literally being pushed from the Democrat side into fully into the Republican side just based on the fact that they're insulting their intelligence. But this is the division they need to really harshly divide and say, you're the enemy. Right, you're the enemy if you're a Republican, you're evil if you're a Republican. It's like, what I'm evil, you know, right? I mean, this is why they can call a black American a racist, right, or a white supremacist an even more extraordinary claim. It's just it's not because they are, it's because they disagree with them, so they need to villainize them, demonize them, castigate them. Segregate them from the rest of the community and call them evil. Uh, They're splitting America. So it's not really about color. It's it's more about intelligence and agenda. If you're willing to abandon your intelligence for Democrat agenda, then you're on that side of the fence. And you will never come over to the side of intelligent thought, critical thinking, you know, using your freaking brains. Unbelievable. Great topic to discuss. They need a civil war, folks. But before they can get us to fight each other, they've got to pit us against each other, make us oppose each other. And so it is in that time. And I think this is to our advantage in many ways. Not just so we can get armed up and all the food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine we need, as well as, you know, the freedom seeds. It gives us a chance to talk to everybody. And, yeah, this doesn't play into their their scheme. They need it fast. But it takes time to create the antagonistic force that causes, uh, shall we say, partisan conflict or civil war, if you want to go that far. So it's a two-edged sword for them, pitting us against each other, but that gives us time. And the more we argue against it publicly, speak out and fight, that causes those who haven't made a decision yet, gives them a little more time to think, and it gives us more time to prepare and shall I say, galvanize our intellectual position as patriots, as lovers of freedom, as students of philosophy who understand, right, what side of right and wrong, what is moral and immoral. And we do this while the left demonstrates they are completely illogical, unintelligent, and also immoral. They're proving it, they're making the case. They're making it easy for us and they're giving us the time. Great, great, great topic. Thank you very much. And now I'm gonna take you to this. This was unbelievable when I read it today, unbelievable. Ukraine's top general, their top military man, says that he does not rule out limited, limited nuclear war. What does that mean to you folks? I'll tell you what it means to me, is they're warming the world up for the potential for the exchange of nuclear weapons. Well, I'm going to ask this question. <clears throat> who is going to start this nuclear war? Who? Right. The, the Russians, who were once the Soviets, have had nuclear weapons since what, the late 40s? In all that time, Russia has never launched a nuclear weapon against any enemy of theirs. Whereas the United States launched or dropped or detonated two of them against Japan at the end of World War II. So who is going to start this limited nuclear war? Just a question, right? I think it's intelligent to ask questions. Who? The Soviet Union, through their darkest Most evil communist days, never, folks, never launched a nuclear weapon. So who is going to start this, Ukraine or someone uh, from the NATO faction? Let me ask this, whose weapon is going to be used? Who is going to use, right? Is it going to be Ukraine? Do they have a United States weapon? Will they have a British weapon, a French weapon, an Israeli weapon? Whose weapon will be used, right, in this limited war? If a nuclear detonation occurs in Ukraine, how do we know who sent it? Well, each weapon apparently has its own signature, if you will, right, that that alerts uh, the military and the scientific community. It alerts them to whose weapon it was because I guess they slightly uh, differ. Uh, To me, it all looks like nuclear hell unleashed when they, they blow one of these things. But, yeah. And I want to ask this. To what end does a limited nuclear war result in? Who benefits? Right? Who benefits? So by saying they don't rule it out, it means they're considering the potential for it. They have to consider, then, what if Russia launches one? Do they launch a weapon at the nearest Russian base? Do they launch a weapon at the nearest Russian city? Do they launch a weapon from Ukraine towards Moscow? Or does some NATO ally launch that weapon at a Russian base city or the capital, Moscow? If you launch one against Moscow, it will not be a limited nuclear war, from that moment on now I hate to break the news to the world and I'm gonna do it right now whether it's believed or not or whether it's appreciated or not Russia has shown miraculous maybe that's not the right word uh, Russia has shown and Putin have shown a very generous uh, restraint West, with regard to the weaponry they've chosen to not deploy, and the targets they have chosen not to hit in Ukraine, they are far more advanced than flying some old Hind helicopters and some old T-class battle tanks. Right, they have far more advanced weaponry than that. Their MiG fighters that they have are very advanced. Uh, And the the Soviets and then Russians have demonstrated you don't have to spend a billion dollars a plane to have a truly advanced and capable plane. They've been producing very inexpensive and, um, shall we say, competitive military fighters since their first MiG uh, jets were released during, what, the the Korean War? They've managed to do and create um, superior and competitive weapons with a lot less, shall we say, financial backing. That's a consequence of uh, their manner of thinking and the lack of a fascist development system like the West has. So Russia does have the nuclear weapons, folks. It does have uh, the probably the most advanced bar none supersonic weapons. They do have their own satellites. They have their own equipment, folks. They're much more dangerous and I want to remind everyone that both North Korea and China are the willing allies to Russia, and that if needed and requested, I'm sure that not only North Korea, but China would be more than willing to send a significant, uh, shall we say, infantry to whatever cause that is caught, that occurs. In other words, if a ground war is required and they need more troops, Russia will call on their allies. It's going to be a mess, folks. A limited nuclear war. There is no such thing as a limited nuclear war. I mean, what, what, what what, what end does this create? Again, this question. Would a limited nuclear war, maybe a couple bombs launched into Ukraine, a couple bombs launched into Russia... Would that be enough reason for the United Nations and NATO and the United States and the United Kingdom to 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 gather their testicles up in a in a in a sling, right? Strap them in tight and go to war on the ground, boots on the ground against Russia? Is that the end that this is supposed to justify? This concept, this discussion of uh, well, we're not gonna rule out a limited nuclear war. Nothing is off the table. I'll say that. I'll agree to that. By golly, these people need a lot of help, folks. All right, I've, I've talked for enough. I've blathered on and on. <laughs> it is now your turn, and it's Uman. Uh, looks like they're pumping up the idea that it will be North Korea, or at least be the scapegoat for it. What do you mean, Uman? Are you talking about who would launch a nuclear weapon? That that something would explode somewhere, and they're going to blame North Korea. Is that what you are saying? Let me know, man. get get the Get that answer up there. I'm I'm looking at my my messenger. I'm looking everywhere. What do you mean, oh man? That's that's quite a statement. Uh, using North Korea as the scapegoat. I want to know what you're pointing at. I really do. I want to know what you're pointing at. Ah, boy, I tell you, it, it would be. You know what we need to do. Here's what we need to do. We need to have another Nights of the Sunday Roundtable. Uh, we need to do that. Uh, it won't be, uh, let's see, maybe next weekend. Check your calendar there, Ooh Man. Let me know uh, on the back channel. Same with you, Crispy Bacon. Same with you, Vaughn. Same with you, Big Kaz. Uh, how about next weekend we do a Sunday Nights of the Roundtable at the zoo? And we'll get the whole gang on there. We may have something really big and nasty to discuss where that would be most beneficial for the entire audience. In the meantime, let's get to Eli and the Wolverine State. And he says, Currently, the U.S. Army does not have any nuclear weapons for tactical use and are not developing nor capable of deploying any since their stand-down discontinuance in 1991 by President Bush. All U.S. nuclear weapons are now handled by the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Navy. Uh, I think what you're referring to, and correct me if I'm wrong, are, are tactical nuclear weapons, which are not the same as, uh, you know, the Big Bertha, the mother of all bomb size. You know, Russia does have the largest nuclear weapon uh, m- measured in, <laughs> well, gigatons, <laughs> I mean, we started with uh, a bomb being rated in how many tons of dynamite, and then they went to uh, megatons, and then they went to kilotons, right? You know, and it, since we have computer lingo now, right? You have kilobytes, megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes. Why not? Why not kilotons, megatons, and then gigatons? Yeah. Anyways, their czar bomb is the hugest. Uh, but that's not that's not a tactical nuclear weapon. A tactical nuclear weapon is a a much smaller uh, nuclear warhead that is launched um, from artillery pieces, right? And they're battlefield sized. And why they have discontinued it, I can't recall. 1992 was a long time ago. But yes, the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force are in charge of our nuclear arsenal. Now, whether or not U.S. submarines uh, have nuclear missiles, uh, I can't say because I can't say. (laughs) Uh, Whether they're carried on any other ships is a mystery to me uh, within the naval fleet. But the Navy, folks, is a very interesting military organization, the U.S. Navy. It's what we think, just a bunch of boats, right? It's my opinion that the Space Force was born out of the Navy and Marine Corps. Uh, But that kind of rests on the presumption that Gary McKinnon, who the United States government tried to expedite, expedite? Extradite. Bring to the U.S. to hold him accountable for hacking in to uh, NASA and discovering that they had a military space organization way back, folks, decades ago. He hacked in and found out, yeah, there are Navy and and Marine Corps officers in charge of spacecraft. Uh, Interesting world we live in. What really is out there, folks? All I know is shit has hit the fan, and you and I are going to suffer for it. Okay, um, let's see where we roll now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, here we go. Eli in the Wolverine State says, Disney worker, teachers among 160 are arrested in Polk County for human trafficking investigation. Uh, like 34 minutes, Grady Judd included retired judge in human trafficking bus, lots of teachers. I, I folks, if I could live in Florida, the safest place I would feel safe, and, and you can look it up, is Polk County. It's like in the heart of Florida, from the left to right, coast to coast, and top to bottom, north to south, uh, Polk County. They don't fuck around there. I think it's right next to the county or very near to where Disney World is. But they're enforcing the law in Polk County. And, and Sheriff Grady Judd, he doesn't give a rat's ass about these sick people and, and the power that they think they have in uh, avoiding prosecution for their crimes. Good for Grady Judd, good for Florida, good for America, and good children. It's interesting how Disney, which is pushing their completely sick agenda of sexualizing children in their cartoons and their entertainment, and then also hosting all manner of perversion in their theme parks. Their theme park shouldn't be about mice and it shouldn't be about Disney characters. It should be, be about the most freakish perverts on this planet now because that's what they cater to. So much so that Disney tried attacking Governor DeSantis and, uh, well, that was a mistake on Disney's part. And, yeah, the the people that are showing up in this uh, child trafficking, sex trafficking uh, it, it's interesting who it is. Teachers? Hmm. We're also, of course, hearing about drag queens left and right being arrested for this. But yeah, a judge? Interesting stuff. Ah, interesting stuff. Now, I, I spoke earlier about the FBI going after uh, many people. Was Over 30 different Trump supporters raided on, on Thursday alone. Uh, There's a report that came out that, uh, you know, the Stasi FBI, the KGB FBI, the Gestapo FBI, the SS FBI is planning more raids on Trump's properties other than his estate in Mar-a-Lago. Is this true? Is this conjecture? Has a leak occurred? Or can we just look at the facts, folks? Look at the facts. How many people have been raided? How many people are being harassed, threatened? getting phone calls, knocks on the door. Hell, just regular citizens who buy two or more guns at one time are getting visits from the ATF, wanting to see their guns, questioning them about their motives. What the hell is going on? Well, they're pushing for that civil war, folks. They're pushing people to find out if they're willing to quit and give up, surrender their rights, or whether they're willing to stand up to government and tyranny. I really enjoyed a couple of weeks ago that video that was released by an American, a patriotic American, who was at the door with two ATF agents who were complete and total jackasses. And they were using their badges as a threat. Now, this is interesting, folks. If you meet someone on the street, let's just say you're walking down the street and Joe Schmo walks up to you. And I don't care what age or or how big or short the guy is. I don't care what color Joe Schmoe is. He walks up to you and he says, hey, how many guns you got? Are you going to tell him? So Joe Schmoe walks up to you and says, hey, how much ammunition do you have? Are you going to tell him? No. Right? You're going to be like, who the hell are you? Get out of my face. You don't get to know anything about me. Right? If Joe Schmoe says, how much money did you make last year? Prove it. Give me your receipts. You're going to tell them, dude, just take a, take a long walk off a short pier. But if someone walks up to you, regardless of age, size, color, doesn't matter, and flashes a badge, is wearing a sidearm on their hip in full view, wearing a jacket or some other piece of clothing that identifies them as a government law enforcement agent, And they start asking you, how many guns you have? You're going to feel more compelled to tell them because they are presenting themselves as an authority figure. Whether or not they have the authority to demand that answer doesn't matter. The mere fact that they have a badge, a gun, and identifying clothing, they're going to rely on that that respect for the law that most people have in order to obtain the information that they want. And the compliance, once again, it's about obedience. It's about compliance. So when someone shows up at their door and says, how many guns you got? It's a little harder to tell them to go fuck themselves. But I would claim, I will make this pronouncement, that it's actually more important that you tell anyone that asked that to go fuck themselves, especially if they are a government agent. How many guns you got? I need to see them go fuck yourself because if they don't have a warrant, they don't have any authority to obtain that information. They're there acting under color of law. That is, they appear to be lawful and their demands, right? Their their inquiry has the appearance of, well, authority and therefore, you know, uh, shall we say legal righteousness, They don't have any, without a warrant, they have no authority to ask you anything. All they can do is stand there like a beggar on the street corner asking for coins, right? If a beggar asks you for coins or paper, you know, money, do you have to give it to them? No. If a law enforcement officer asks you whether he's local, state, or federal, whether he is ATF, FBI, or IRS, they have no right to demand anything from you unless they have a warrant. And what have you learned from Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Peter Navarro, General Flynn, Steve Bannon? Shall I continue? Everyone who has been accosted, the warrant, the affidavits used to uh, get these warrants have proven to be highly questionable. So much so that 30 out of 33 pages for Trump's Mar-a-Lago <clears throat> warrant were redacted, blacked out. Because I think they're embarrassingly void of actual evidence and proof. And I bet they're largely he said, she said, conjecture bullshit. Right? Oh, oh, and a, and a uh, <clears throat> I think a, a Clinton-appointed federal judge has thrown out one of Trump's lawsuits and said it has no merit. Just today. Folks, it's all political. It's all politicized. And at all, they want you to believe all of it. They want you to believe that they have the authority to do whatever they want. And that you must comply in all circumstances. It is at these times that it has become more apparent. More readily apparent that we need to oppose unlawful, unjust authority. But we do so at our own peril. Must caution you not to do anything harmful or stupid, dangerous or illegal. I have to caution you that even when you're right, they will abuse their authority. And I will point to the January 6th protesters who are still in prison in Washington, D.C., the district of criminals. Come January, it will be two years that they've been held without trial without proper legal representation, their rights being completely trampled, and no one has done anything of significance to free them all. Travesty of justice for you or me, completely possible. You have to decide. Are you going to bend the knee? Are you going to submit to tyrannical Uh, authority, or are you going to be free and be an American? Let's do this. Let's move on. I know we've got a lot of questions and comments still, and and I want to get through them. We've got, oh, 15 minutes left, and we go with Matthew. He says, they do want civil war because they know they will lose the revolution. Okay, this is an interesting point. Thank you, Matthew. So on the one hand, if they get us fighting against each other, then we won't be focusing on them. If they keep pushing and demanding the government and the government alone, demanding our rights be surrendered, pushing us, taxing us, destroying us, they could end up with a revolution. That is to say that patriotic Americans will revolt against the government and say no more. I truly believe that rather than a revolution, we would end up with a movement of secession. Right? So what they're doing is they're trying to get us to fight each other. So we take each other out, that is uh, political communists and socialists versus freedom-loving, red-blooded, true American patriots. And I paint that that set of uh, adversaries that way on purpose because Democrats, leftists, are socialist, communist, fascist scum who hate freedom, hate liberty, hate America, hate our Constitution, hate the Declaration of Independence, hate our tradition, hate our cultures, hate real law. Whereas we support all of those things, equality, justice, law, our history, tradition, culture, America, apple pie, red, white, and blue bikinis. We love all that shit. They are the ones who hate it. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, they're pushing for civil war because they don't want to wait and have us truly secede and leave them in the dust. And we got Gary D with a joke for John. He says, uh, I've asked how monkeypox is spread, but I never get a straight answer. This is both satirical joke and also a medical fact. What fact am I saying is a medical fact? Well, that the whole monkeypox issue seems to exist nearly exclusively inside of the gay community. And it's not the gay community, folks, at large. It is the over-exuberant anal crowd that likes to have <clears throat> a lot of promiscuity and, and shall we say, orgies, where they're spreading it readily from one to another. It's not coming from a community that is keeping themselves in their closet and having monogamous homosexual relationships. It's loops out there that are swinging. And when I say swing, and I mean that literally. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Now, uh, very quickly, very quickly, in New York, Governor Hackle has declared a state of emergency over polio. Well, they found uh, polio in the waste stream of sewers. Uh, Yeah, the monkeypox thing in New York City and New York failed. People don't give a shit. They understand the truth behind it. Uh, Truth B- behind it, you know, like ass. There's, yeah, we got the truth over monkey box. So now they're shooting for polio to scare people. They actually have polio vaccines that work and they're vaccines. I don't think I would go get one though because I wouldn't be sure which vaccine I was getting. All right, next question, please. <laughs> Jolene, who do we have up next? We've got John Sullivan. He says, a cop or soldier that enforces tyrannical government or its policies upon we, the people, become agents of tyrannical government and per the Constitution of the United States are to be treated as criminals. Uh, Per the Constitution, per the Declaration of Independence, per the Magna Carta. Now, whether or not they know that, John, and whether or not they believe that, John, we note something very important that is a psychological and historical fact. And that is that tyrants from the Soviet Union to Nazi Germany, to Mao's China, to King George's redcoats of 1776, to King Louise uh, private guard, all the way back through history, folks, tyrants have always had a willing force of thugs, brutes, animals, and assholes who would be more than willing to use their sword or their gun and the appearance of liberty to dominate and, uh, how do we say this politely, victimize people. The Redcoats knew what they were doing was wrong. You think they give a fuck? The judges that were enforcing bullshit laws during uh, the the during and before the 1776 Revolutionary War, they knew what they were doing was an abomination of law. Their star chamber courts, their bullshit charges, their juries of rigged peers—they knew what they were doing was wrong. They're willing to do it for a paycheck. They're willing to 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 screw their fellow man. The same way today, judges are. Pro-government, not pro-constitution, pro-law and order, pro-legal philosophy. Folks, there's actually philosophy used in law. But when it comes to tyranny, it has nothing to do with right and wrong, moral and immoral, ethical and unethical, legal or not. It's all about power and control. It's all about power and control. I want to give you just one little fat, juicy example. Little fat, yeah. Way to go, John. Little fat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, In Las Vegas, a reporter there was suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. He asked the sheriff during a press conference about the murder of a Vegas reporter by, uh, well, the, the, the murder of the Vegas reporter. And person, a Democrat, has been arrested in connection with that murder. But this idiot in the media is so tied to the tyrannical mindset, so willing to sell out intelligence, intellect, common sense, that he asked the sheriff if the sheriff condemns President Trump. What does that have to do? Talk about a non sequitur. Has nothing to do with the fact the sheriff is there to have a press conference about who murdered this Vegas reporter, this Las Vegas. Media reporter. So another reporter is just loses his fucking mind. Ask the sheriff, right, if he condemns Trump. That's like going to a restaurant and sitting down with a menu for the food. And the waiter asks you, right, what kind of house, car you have, and if you could fly to the moon, what flavor cheese would you like it to be? Has nothing to do with what's on the menu. What's on the menu at a press conference in Vegas with the sheriff? It was about who murdered the Vegas reporter, not whether or not the sheriff condemns Trump. Anyways, just it, it was obscene hilarity, in my opinion. Unfreaking believable. All right, Jolene, who's next up on this free for all Friday? And it's one of my favorites all time. It's doing stuff with Nikki. And she's got a joke. Uh, I hope it's clean. Uh, Joke, how to help your local politician qualify for a mental asylum. A politician visiting a local mental asylum asks, how do you decide whether someone should be admitted here? Well, says the director, we fill up a bath with water, then give the patient a teaspoon, a mug and a bucket and ask them to empty the bath as quickly as possible. I see, says the politician. And if he's got any sense, he'll choose the bucket. No, says the director. If he's got any sense, he'll pull the plug out. Would you like a room with a view? <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that reminds me of a joke. And this was told to me by a pipe fitter when I was working as a general contractor. He says, and, and pipe fitters, folks, uh, fit like sprinkler pipe, uh, fire suppression pipe. They Pipe fitters like to think of themselves as the intelligentsia of the plumbing and piping world, so uh, making fun of plumbers. This friend of mine, who is a pipe fitter, says, uh, <clears throat> "How do you how do you know uh, tell the difference between a plumber and a pipe fitter?" And I said, "Geez, I don't know, Jimmy. How?" And he says, "Well, when you uh, take a bat, well, he says, you you put each of them in in a in a barrel full of shit, <clears throat> and uh, they're up to their neck in shit." And then you take a bat and you go to swing at their head and the plumber will duck. And I, I said, okay, I get the joke, Jim. But uh, if you don't duck, you get your head bashed and by a bat. So uh, I said, really, who's the smarter one? And I said, hey, Jim, how do you tell the difference between a pipe fitter and a general contractor? He says, I don't know. And I said, well, uh, you tell them both to get into a barrel of shit up to here. And the pipe fitter does. And the general contractor says, I'm not getting in a barrel of shit. (laughs) What kind of dumbass gets in a barrel of shit up to their neck? And uh, after that, Jim didn't like me anymore. All right, let's move on if we shall. Jolene, who do we have up next? It is our brother, Rick O'Connell. He says, credit card using codes for firearm and ammo purchases. This was discussed yesterday that New York city mayor is asking banks to record who is using or their credit card uh, for ammo and firearms and that they need to notate that they need to put it on there somehow. So he says, uh, Rick O'Connell says uh, if they're going to use codes, buy local and pay cash. They have no business knowing what you buy with your money. Card companies will see backlash if they comply with it. Uh, This is interesting this is interesting. I, I caught a news story, and I didn't save it. But but now that you've got Rick, um, I think I need to try and find it. You see, there is massive, massive backlash for what these, these companies are doing. And it's Wayfair. Wayfair, which is kind of like the online Walmart. Their stock, literally their stock value, their Wall Street stock is down 80%. Why? Well, one of the connections that's drawn is they canceled My Pillow. That's right, Mike Lindell's My Pillow. And so now Wayfair is issuing more debt that is, corporate bonds, stock issuance. They're doing that. They're having to go into the um, <laughs> creation business, trying to get more wealth. That's what happens. Get woke, go broke, in other words. You remember this company called Bed, Bath, and Beyond? They quit carrying money because they wanted to get into the people's business. They wanted to get into the business of politics. Well, these credit card companies can fuck off as well. Uh, I've already said, you know, not going to do business with companies that are woke. Limit them, right? Don't go there unless you absolutely have to. Don't give them your money. Don't support them, right? Whether it's fast food, uh, uh, corporate chains—it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't—I don't reward stupidity, ignorance, and companies that threaten my liberty and your liberty in America. All right, we've got five minutes and counting, and we got a couple of questions left. Comment statement, Jolene. Who's next? And it's Eli in the Wolverine state again. He says Konstantin Sikoff, leading Russian expert in military strategic. Wants Russia to use nuclear weapons to trigger Yellowstone, supervolcano or a massive earthquake along the San Andreas Fault. Now, I'm not sure I believe this, man. Um, let's start with the San Andreas Fault. Uh, as big as nuclear bombs are, the amount of energy they release, do they release it in the form of wind, heat, uh shall we say uh tectonic blast uh kinetic energy release that can be transferred down into the ground in order to move or trigger the fault or a volcano whatever this weapon is would need to penetrate the ground to a significant depth now i understand yellowstone is uh, an active supervolcano. volcano it's just not active on the surface it's active under the surface so Let me put it this way, if if Yellowstone blows, and it very well may blow, folks, at some point, whether we like it or not, right, it would be a catastrophe, not just for the United States or the US and Canada, it would be a catastrophe for the entire planet. It would send us into a nuclear winter, not because of the nuclear weapon used to create this, but... It would be the equivalent of a nuclear winter with all of the ash and cloud cover over the whole planet. It has always been a theory of mine since understanding uh, volcanic activity, tectonic plate movement, uh, geologic functions, features, uh, that these supervolcanoes, when they explode, they create a serious problem. They create, in my opinion, and trigger and set off ice ages. Right, a cooling of the planet's surface uh, because it, it blocks out the sun's rays, the surface cools, and any rain freezes. Now, I, I know when we look at maps and we look at satellite maps, you see the United States, and they're showing us where the weather's at. Right, they show the, the green ground, and then they show the white cloud cover. That's all manufactured, that, that coloring of the ground, the land. In truth, folks, when snowstorms blow over the country, the entire country turns white because of the snow. All of Canada, most of North America, turns white in the winter for periods of time. And that, 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 that stuff we call snow that can cover everywhere from California, the entire high desert between that and the, and the Rockies and then the upper Midwest, it can all be blanketed with a thick white layer and then folks the sun's rays bounce off that don't heat the surface and it stays cold and we call it winter interesting stuff right you get a super volcano go off we could end up with fucking decades if not an entire ice age because once it starts freezing it gets cold it stays cold and then then this ice reflects the sun's rays Uh, I'm more for global warming than global cooling myself. I kind of like the warmth. I could stand another five degree uh, increase more than I could stand uh, icebergs floating down the Mississippi. All right, enough of my shit. What do you guys want to talk about? We got one more question, time for it, and then it's take a day off, relax, chill, enjoy the weekend, try and live a good life, but also stay prepared. We got John Sullivan again. He says, what is King Charles's lover going to be called besides the obvious, her official royal tittle, uh, Camilla Parker Bowles? Right, is Tr- King Charles's lady? She was before Princess Diane, she was during Princess Diane, and she was and still is after uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. I don't. Did he marry her? Uh, whatever the case is, right? This royal upset is very interesting. Having the Queen Mother pass away and expire. Um, the royal family is is demonstrated what a bunch of obscene freaks they are from Prince Charles, um, to his younger son, who is a complete Nimrod, marrying that complete, uh, beastly uh, woman uh, whose name shall not be named to, uh, well, the other prince, right? Charles's brother. Uh, who was good buddies with Epstein, Prince Andrew, who flew to Little St. James, who was named in court as being one of those perverts. Funny how we don't have the list of all the people who used to attend and go down to Epstein's little sexy island, where I guess those maps down there, minor attractive persons, were allowed to pick and choose from amongst uh, all of the, uh, shall we say, conscripted young women, and I'm sure young boys as well. Folks, it has been one heck of a free-for-all Friday, and I want to thank you for coming here. And I want to thank you especially for supporting this channel through your PayPal donations, cap app donations, and then signing up for our premium service. It keeps the lights on, keeps us stocked in rum and scotch. It keeps us, right, moving forward. It also keeps us in spam and tuna fish. Uh, anyways, we rely on you guys as much as you rely on us, and I thank you for recognizing the value in this show and subscribing. Godspeed to all of you, wherever you may be, in America and around the world. If freedom and liberty is what you seek, then I pray right, <laughs> for all of us to be saved, saved from the tyranny that is upon us. Semper Fi to all of you. Thank you again, and I'll see you Sunday Night Live, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Bring your drinks, get a comfy chair. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Until then, adios muchachos.